Hey guys, welcome back to In This Together podcast season three. And if you haven't tuned in to our season three episodes yet, we are actually in this season of sharing stories, sharing stories of the Lord's faithfulness, sharing stories of all that he's done in people's lives. And um, a lot of the people's lives are actually y'all that have listened to the podcast um, and my own and my friends and my family. And what a beautiful thing and what just a fun thing it is to get to listen to the stories uh, that the Lord is writing on people's hearts that he's doing with people's lives. It's just so cool. And just reminds you that God is most certainly not dead. He is for sure alive. And today I have a Awesome special guest. If you saw on the In This Together podcast Instagram, me posting and looking for the coffee shop girl, I have her on and I here she is. And so um, I'm so excited. Um, and her name is Annika and she owns Prickly Pear Coffee Co. in Nashville. And I am just so excited. We're going to kind of get to hear a little bit of her story of how the Lord kind of brought this business together. I know that I have a lot of people who are business minded on here or who have dreams and it's just so encouraging to hear how God can bring together um, just dreams and things and bring them to life. And so I, and also bring together dreams that you don't even know are on your heart. So I'm really, really excited about this conversation. It's been a long one coming. I have needed to have her on the podcast for so long, just because how incredible her story is and just, just her willingness to share. And so I am so excited to have her on. And also, a quick note, she actually gets married this Saturday. We're filming right now on a Wednesday. She gets married on Saturday this week, and she's actually, like, here and doing the podcast. So just, like, a huge shout-out to her and the willingness to share in the midst of the craziness going on. So, Annika, we are so excited, blessed to have you here. Um, and just go ahead and introduce yourself real quick, um, just so everyone kind of gets to know a little bit of Annika is before we hear your story. I love that. Thank you. It's a whole, like, God story in and of itself that we even reconnected, because I never even saw that Instagram story. I know. That's <laughs> so I so just crazy. love it. So fun. Um, yeah, like Maya said, my name is Annika Van Nest in three days my name will be Annika Bayless um (laughs) I am getting married this weekend which is so fun I feel like that's like just the biggest I guess life update um like she also said I live in Nashville Tennessee and I own a coffee company called Prickly Pear Coffee and I think it's one of those things that you know when you choose to get baptized you like have the opportunity to share your testimony and Mm -hmm. Although, you know, you can stand in one point of time and share your testimony, like it continues to happen. And so it has just been so cool to see how Prickly Pear Coffee has become so much of my testimony. That is so awesome. And also, how old are you? I actually don't know. I turned 22 last week. That is congratulations. Wow, that is incredible. (laughs) And did did you go to college? Yeah, so that is kind of part of my story as well. I actually am originally from Minneapolis and moved to Nashville to go to Belmont um, Mm -hmm. and then ended up finishing my degree online because of the coffee business. Wow. Okay, let's go ahead and just get started. I have been, for those of you, like, I actually don't know this. And so I just know bits and pieces. And so I feel like I'm tuning into a podcast right now, too. I love it. I was just telling her that before we started recording. I was like, I feel like I'm like getting ready to, I have my tea like sitting right here. And I'm like, I feel like I'm about to just listen to a podcast. So I'm looking out the window, like or the beautiful lake behind the apartment. And I'm like, oh, oh this, amazing. Is, this is awesome. So um, I'm just excited. So I would love to hear kind of, so this coffee shop, Prickly Pear Coffee Co. 
Um, yeah. How did all of this come together? Let me just hear the story of how it all happened. Okay, yeah. So like I said, I am 22, which means that I was a senior in high school when COVID hit. And at this point, like, I was a barista. Um, and I'm planning my graduation party. And I was like, I want a coffee cart. Like, i obsessed with coffee. Not in... I mean, not in an unhealthy way. I don't know. <laughs> I was addicted to coffee, though. I was the girl that went to Starbucks every day. So I quickly became the coffee girl. And I was like, I want a coffee cart at my graduation party. And it really just did not exist. And so I was like, well, I mean, I guess I could do it. Like, why don't I just buy an espresso machine and, you know, mm-hmm. see what happens? Um, so that summer of 2020, I bought all the equipment. And then it just started snowballing into, like, could you do this at my grad party? Could you do this at my wedding? Could you do this at XYZ? And before I knew it, we like were doing farmers markets and weddings and graduation parties and etc. By the grace of God, I had events lined up in Nashville. And so I was like, okay, I guess, you know, I'm moving to Nashville. My business is moving to Nashville. I even have a business. Like, what is this? Uh-huh. So for about a year and a half, I go through my sophomore, excuse me, my freshman and half of sophomore year at Belmont. And by the end of my sophomore first semester, I am now not going to class because I'm booking coffee events. Coffee drinkers just come out in full force at 8 a.m. on Wednesdays. Like, I never went to that class. All, that's when, like, all my clients wanted to book. I just was like, Dad, like, this is what I want to do. I don't want to go to college. And you have to go, but it doesn't need to be, at, you know, at Belmont if that's not what the Lord has. And so I quickly just kind of pivoted and ended up going to Liberty University online. So at this point, we are now in spring of my sophomore year. I am doing the cart. I'm nannying. I'm, you know, doing online school, just figuring it out, watching this thing grow. This this is just where the Lord is just kind of, he's kind of through all of it. But I am, it's May of 2021, I think, 2022, and I am sitting at a little league baseball game in Atlanta so random and start talking to this couple next to me and by the end of the conversation he's like hey would you ever consider working in the corporate world and I'm like no like small business all the way like I want nothing to do with that and he was like well if you ever change your mind I want you to work for me and I was like what I'm 20 at the time and he's like I know I'm like I don't have a degree he's like I know and I was like okay So at this point, I just am like kind of brush it off. I'm like, that is so kind. I'm so flattered, but I am not interested. And Uh as I prayed for just the future, my future as an individual and also the future of my business, I kid you not, Maya, like every time I would pray, all I would see is this guy's face. (laughs) Like I just would get a vision of his face. And I'm like, what even is this? Like, okay, Lord. Uh Um, Long story short, I ended up taking him up on his offer worked for him. And when I was deciding whether or not to take this job, you know, it was between like, okay, I put my business on pause to go do this. The trade-off is that I get to have so much real world experience to actually make myself a better leader and know more about what I'm doing here, you know? Mm -hmm. So I worked for them for about a year and I just like cannot speak highly enough of that company. They were such, such a gift. I have learned more and been refined more in a short time than I ever have in my life. This past March, March of 2023, I get a call from one of my clients. This is, this is the same client that kept me out of my uh, 
Wednesday, 8 a.m. 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he calls me and he's like, hey, like, we just won the property management rights to the Batman building. And if you know Nashville, the Batman building is the most iconic building on our skyline. It's actually, it's the AT&T building. We call it the Batman building. It looks like that. Uh-huh. And so I'm sitting here thinking, like, great, congratulations. Like, I'm so happy for you. You know, why, why are you calling me? And uh-huh. he was like, we have a coffee bar in the lobby, and we want it to be you. And I'm like, wow. what? Oh, like, chills. what? Like, first of all, first of all, I haven't done the coffee business. I mean, it's been on the side. I've done a few weddings here and there, but, like, I haven't done it in yeah. a year. Like, I live in corporate America, like. Uh-huh. How am I even still on your radar? Like, what? Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, long story short, that was on March 6th. We opened on May 15th. And so he was like, you have seven weeks to open. I gave my two wow. weeks notice. And I think the cool the cool thing here, there's so many cool things. Again, I could go on so many different tangents. But what really stands out to me is not only that this opportunity happened, but from day one, Our mission statement, and it is posted everywhere, our mission statement is very boldly combining the truth of the gospel with our passion for coffee. So Uh it is not a hidden fact that I see this as my ministry. Yeah. So to get, not only get this opportunity in the first place, but to get this opportunity in the heart of Nashville, in the corporate world, being a like proud christian owned business you know like it's just like yeah okay lord you know and that has just been i mean wow that has just been so sweet and mm-hmm. it's just been cool because it's not that i'm you know standing behind the coffee bar in the lobby every day and i'm like hey like do you know jesus like yeah you know, it has gotten to be so relational um he just has gifted us this platform you know, right in the heart of downtown and I, and has yeah. just opened and made a way and I have gotten to have more of these gospel conversations in the last six months than I probably have in like all of my 22 years. And I truly believe that in coffee ministry, I believe in marketplace ministry and that everyone yeah. um, is called to love people in a different way. Like literally for you, it's these thank you Jesus hats and all of your fun, creative yeah. things that you do, you know? Thank so you it's so not much. that I'm standing there making a latte being like, hey, Maya, like, have you heard of Romans 623? Like, here's the gospel. Yeah. I'm and there is nothing necessarily wrong with that. Like, I don't want anybody no. to hear me say that that, like, that is not what I'm saying. Evangelism is so no. important relationships are also so important and I've been given the space where you know these people are working in the office building every day and they need their cup of coffee I've been given the opportunity to build relationships so you know like I have this regular who his wife was recently in a car accident and every time he comes I ask about her and it's just a mention of like you know I've been praying for her like how's she doing and it's those relational aspects where I just get such a tangible opportunity to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And then it's just mm-hmm. the cherry on top that like everyone loves a good latte and that's what I get to be, you know? Yes. That is so awesome. I, there's one question that like, while you're like saying all this, that is just like beating in my mind. Um, that is just like, so in my heart, because I love that you took this in the, between all of this. I mean, there's so many questions I could ask you, but in between all of this, like you have this beautiful thing going, you know, you're making coffee, you're getting these jobs, you know, you're able to really combine your ministry with your coffee and all of that. And then you take, and then the Lord kind of presents you with this opportunity of, you know, almost taking a break of it from it for a year. You don't even totally. know how long that's going to be with this other job. And you're kind of like, you know, 
praying about it. Like, is this kind of like, Lord, where do you see me next? That he's telling you to do something else. And it's almost like, yeah, what we got, we got something good happening, you know? And yeah, um, I just think uh, I would love if you kind of talked about what was that job um, and like looking at it, like at that time, were you just kind of going in blind faith or kind of how, how did all that work out? I love, yeah, I love that question and chose to kind of even share more of that part of the story, literally because of what you had said on your podcast last week of like, you know, you don't know what the next season looks like. And even if it's not how you imagine. Um, So I love that. And I love that you asked that. Yeah. So this job was as a project manager for a graphic design and video production company. (laughs) So it just makes me laugh because it is so out of left field. (laughs) And I don't know, I always say that the Lord has a sense of humor. And even that Mm -hmm. job description feels like a sense of humor because I have literally no experience at all. There was definitely just this, from being offered the job to accepting the job, it was a lot of seeking wise counsel and a lot of prayer. And I kind of mentioned this, but ultimately, as I prayed about it, I was like, you know, I know that coffee is what I want to do. And I don't, even though the Lord is saying not right now, I don't Mm -hmm. feel that he is saying not ever. I don't feel that he is saying, oh, you messed it up. That's not actually your calling, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's a huge common misconception of if success doesn't look like what we think it looks like, then we must have Mm -hmm. gotten it wrong. And that's just not, that's just not how it works. I mean, you literally, if you are following the Lord's guidance like you are not getting it wrong that's not a thing because he he is a good father and he goes before us and prepares the way and so I ultimately decided that like if I even want to succeed down the road if I want to be a better Mm -hmm. leader if I want to know how to do the finances if I want to know how to market if I want to build myself up well then Mm -hmm. I have a lot to learn and what better way to learn than by actually you know taking this job offer learning from these professionals and growing my skill set in a way that I haven't before because it only built grit and resilience. And you can relate to this, I'm sure. Any entrepreneur, I would say the biggest, most necessary skill to have as an entrepreneur is resilience because you are going to yeah. be knocked down and have to be able to pick yourself up. It's so true. There's not like a big corporation behind you that's ready to, you know, oh, hey, totally. come here. Let me- let me get you. Let me help you. Let me fund that. Oh, you must made a mistake. Totally. You know? No, that, that doesn't really happen. So I think that is so important. And something um, that you say whenever it kind of reminds me a little bit of myself in that aspect too, is whenever we're yeah. like a similar part with God, uh, it's so cool. We both had our colleges and our, our businesses in college, which is like just such a testament to God that that's even possible. Yeah. Like that is totally. just so him. Um, and so I remember my sophomore year, I was whenever MM Design started. And then my junior year, I was still like a pre-med major. And I really was like, before anything with MM Designs, like I was going to be a physician's assistant. Like I was 100%, mm. you know. And then MM Design started happening. And I was like, you know, like I feel like this is kind of like how I can help people. Like I always wanted to be a physician's yeah. assistant because I thought that was the only way I could really help people as much as possible. And um, it just seemed like that was like the route that I thought. And I knew God had put that desire for me to help people on my heart. Um, but it was so cool because it ended up looking differently than what I thought. Yeah. I thought throughout high school or throughout high school and college. Um, I even got my certified nursing assistant in high school. Like I was so like determined. I love that. Then my junior year, I really had to make this shift of like, okay, like, well, I'm really starting to love this and I really feel God working in it and it's changing my life so much. And 
I really think that like I should change my, and I was a junior and that's like yeah. a big change, um, like a major wise, because, you know, are, are you going to be able to graduate on time? Do I just drop out, you know? And mm. I remember um, I looked a while for like just different majors and I finally came across one that allowed me to graduate on time. Um, my parents vetoed the whole dropping out thing. They said, you're already this close. <laughs> yeah. So you yep. just go ahead. And so I was like, all right, I'll, I'll respect that. And so um, I ended up changing my major from interdisciplinary medical sciences to interdisciplinary social sciences. And okay. I remember I was like, I was pretty, I was pretty freaked out. Cause I was like, you know, I have studied and worked my butt off. And if this doesn't totally. work out, you know, I just threw yeah. that away, you know, I'd have to go back to school if I wanted to be a physician's assistant. And I was like, wow, you know? And, um, so I ended up doing that, changed my major. And then it was so cool. There was one of the reasons why I changed my major to this is because I could graduate in four years, like I said, and I didn't have to be in school any longer. And then I, one of my concentrations was public administration, which not really sure what the Lord will use that for. Maybe he will use that one day, <laughs> but my other one, um, was social entrepreneurship. And yes, that was that. what my major was too. Really? Okay, cool. Yes. That's so awesome. And I actually got to like pick that the social entrepreneurship and I just remember I have learned so much like because of, and I could have also just stayed and gotten my, you know, interstate medical science degree for, and just finished that in four years. But I really felt God like wanted me to change my major and wanted me to really start pursuing him. And um, I ended up learning so much from that social, social science, like I like classes, I learned how to manage a nonprofit, which we're doing a lot of nonprofit outreach work right now. I learned, you know, how to build a business. I learned about franchising. I learned about all these different things. And um, yes, like I didn't get to like quit, you know, cause of ultimately I really just wanted to quit and do my business. I wanted to stop school, not do my business anymore, you know, or just stay in totally. the physician's assistant cause it was safe. I didn't really want to switch my major because then I was like, Oh gosh, then I'm really stuck if this don't work out. And so it was just so cool because be- through staying, you know, and getting all of that and getting to learn all of that, I'm not kidding. It has helped our business so much because whenever it I comes love that. to I had to make my own. It was so even cool. Like in one of my classes, I had to make my own like nonprofit. And then I had to make my own like retail business that supported all these different things. And it was just such a cool experience that if I really wouldn't have sought like the wisdom for the Lord, I, I would have missed truly. Um, mm. So I think that's just like something that's so important from like hearing your story and like you look, it's easy for us to say now like, oh, that makes so much sense or like even when you're in the moment, maybe you're in that moment right now and you're listening to this and you're like, you know, I kind of, I do have a job offer that's something different, but I feel like the Lord wants me to take it or I have this and um, I feel like I need to close business or I feel like I need to start something new with the business. I think, you know, if that peace from the Lord is there and, you know, you're praying, you're seeking wisdom, what wise counsel, um, kind of even going back to the last episode we really talked about, but you need to go, you know, you need to follow that. And it doesn't matter what it looks like to you because of the fact is, is you're never going to be able to see the full thing. And totally. I love that. Yeah. So um, that just makes me, um, that's what I was kind of wondering. It's just so cool how he does that sometimes. um, And just makes me really, really excited. So this is a quite a big jump. So were you scared? Um, It's funny now I laugh to myself, like even planning this wedding, I project managered the heck out of this wedding too. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I think I just, one of my mentors once told me like, there's all, there's always going to be someone who knows more. There's always going to be someone who maybe has more capital to be able to do it or whatever. 
And she just was like, you are never going to fully feel like you know what you're doing, you know? Yeah. And I think when she said that to me, like, that was one of the most freeing things ever just because it was like, okay, I'm reaching for this feeling of having it all together and it's not going to happen, right? Like, I can – literally, I now have the freedom to just let go of what Mm -hmm. I thought I had to feel to be successful and to be real at this. And I think especially, I'm sure you can probably relate to this, but like not only is there imposter syndrome in the fact that I haven't had a storefront before, but there's Mm -hmm. imposter syndrome in the fact that like, I'm so young, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm any less capable because I'm young, but I also am not naive to think that someone who's older than me is probably wiser and has more life experience, right? Yeah. And so I don't think I just wrote an article about this, but I just would encourage even anybody who's listening to this, like, if you are not listening to the go because of the imposter syndrome, you are never going to listen to the go. You won't like that is just not something that is going to go away. Now, also hear me say you're going to learn things along the way and you're going to become more equipped than you could ever imagine. No, I completely agree. I think that it's what you said is honestly just so beautiful and so true. And I feel like too, it just whenever, like, I think there's just so many things that can keep you from going to, and it could be yeah. imposter syndrome. It can be, you know, just like the fear of the future. It could be, you know, we talked about last week. It's just kind of cool to see, honestly, even in this podcast, like how there really are just so many different things that keep us like from going. Um, yeah. And what was kind of like your biggest one besides the um, imposter syndrome kind of feeling? What, what did you feel like was kind of like your, and, and also fear of the future? What was kind of like your biggest um, just hurdle? Honestly, probably money. There were f- you know, certain times, especially when we first started up where I was like, I just literally don't even know how I'm going to pay my employees this week. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and it's something that it's really hard to learn, you know, like, no yes, one, everyone's open about that aspect of, like, this aspect of business, but then everyone starts talking about money and then everyone's like, oh, shoot, I don't know, you know, like, like, don't totally. talk to me anymore, you know? And so I'm actually glad you said that because I felt the same way as well. I talk about this often um, just on social media. Like, it is such a highlight reel. And from the outside, you know, you could go on to Prickly's Instagram and be like, man, like, it is just going so well. It is so amazing. And it's like, no, I will be the first to tell you that social media is a highlight reel. And that is even true on a business Instagram account, not just my personal, you know? Yeah, Um, so true. Wow. I love that. I think. And I I think I, I hope that's encouragement to people as well. Of Like, if you do have something on your heart comparison is a thief of joy and we talk about that a Mm -hmm. lot as girls with social media but as as these listeners as your listeners are business minded like Mm -hmm. if you're comparing your business or your dream with someone else's that is the same exact thief of joy yeah that's so true I feel like as you really learn very quickly um you know in business especially whenever like something really is becoming like your livelihood you really learn it's something we've never really talked about in the podcast too to like really give like the finances to the Lord, you know, like how it's like really like just like be so responsible with everything that you have, you know, and just really like praying and asking him. It just makes you even more details. And I was reading actually, um, I think, yeah, it was yesterday. I was reading in Exodus and I was reading and it was whenever the the Lord was delivering the Israelites to the promised land. there comes this point where, you know, they're, they're, they have, they don't haven't had any food. They haven't had any water and they're angry. They're yelling at Moses. They're yelling at Aaron and um, they're just frustrated. And they're like, just asking like, where's my food? Where's my water? You know, they're frustrated. They're, they have a need that they need met, you know, and they're so frustrated. 
And it's so cool because Moses immediately says, your your frustration isn't with me, it's with God. Like this issue is mm. a, a need that I can meet, you know, it's the one that the Lord can meet. And so um, in the commentary and stuff I was just reading, I was so fascinated. And I was saying it was like the Israelites last last, last option, um, to kind of meet their needs was to ask the Lord. And it's just so crazy. And I feel like it's, I mean, when you think that that's hunger and thirst, you know, like those are really Mm. real (laughs) needs that we, that we we have. And I really believe it's kind of even like speaking as to kind of what you said about like finances and stuff is it's like, you really have to like that need, like for some reason we don't go to it with God, you know, we don't, we're we, totally. we get so like, we're like, Oh no, like he's not in that aspect. And it's like, yes, he is. You know, if yeah. he's in your hunger, your thirst, if he's brought this business idea, if he said, stop, if he said, go like he is in every single aspect, including the financial. And so I think and desires really to be, yes, like he, he just desires to be in it with you. Does. Yeah. That's yeah. such a good. And I, I think like, that. just even I've really learned, especially lately, cause we are in the middle of, just taking a lot of big leaps um, uh, with the business. And uh, literally just Chance and I, right before you got on, so crazy, we're just praying about finances. So it's so cool. Mm. You mentioned that, like, just so awesome. And just really, I feel like I'm learning to, um, in the midst of, like, going with the Lord of, like, how to, like, really give that, like, need to him first before I try yeah. and plan out how I'm going to do this and that and whatnot. whatnot. So I really Which love that. so, like – it's one of those things that feels easy as we're like sitting here having a conversation as friends. Yeah. And then when you're, when I'm sitting there running payroll is my, yeah. like my first response and my first reaction literally should be to go to prayer, you know, like yeah. it's an easier said than done kind of uh-huh. thing. I meditated a lot on Matthew six twenty six of like the birds in the air, do they not sow or reap and store away in the barns and yet your heavenly yeah. father feeds them? Like, are you not more valuable than they? Yeah. And not only am I more valuable as this verse says, but like, uh-huh. have I not seen his faithfulness in this entire story of how this business yeah. even got here? Like, mm-hmm. I do not, so I do not believe like I serve a God with a faithful track record and I do not believe that he would take me this far mm-hmm. and then just leave there. You know? Yeah. That's so true. I, oh my gosh, that's so good. And I think remembering, you know, I think in times where I've like questioned that and, you know, like maybe like felt kind of like that burden, like pressing in a lot, those are all times that I've really like neglected to give those things to the Lord, you know, Uh, or like seek wise. And even, even this is a kind of a hot take in a sense. And that doesn't mean like just praying to the Lord, like obviously, yes, but also the Lord has placed wise counsel in your path, you know? And if you yeah. don't have that and like you're going for something, especially business, I like, I really hope that you would go to that, like, and find that because then you have not only like you're praying to the Lord, but you're also going to seeking wise counsel that he can kind of speak through them to you and share yeah. with you different things and um, just really help you in that essence too. And so I think sometimes, you know, we can sit and twiddle our thumbs and say, I prayed, Lord, I prayed, Lord. And he's like, okay, like, like, let me speak to you, you know, like go to your wife's house, yeah. like be alone, be silent with me. Let me kind of do something in your life. So I love that. Um, you I love that. That. That, is, that is so awesome. Hey guys, I'm interrupting the podcast really quick because I have to shout out our sponsor for the next few months. We are so excited. We actually get to partner with Natural Life. And if you listen to the episode, When God Says Go, you actually heard me talk about a little bit of my personal story with Natural Life and how I got to model for them and it ended up being just this super awesome thing. And they have just been such a kind company. And it's so cool because that's actually their mantra is that kindness really does matter. You should always be yourself and you do 
what you love and try to make the world a better place. And so it's so cool because they've actually really just shared that with me. And it's been so sweet to get to just know them all firsthand. The family is just absolutely incredible. And I am so excited because I have actually been doing so much of my Christmas shopping. I am like, you know what? I do not want to get to the very last minute and then have to do my Christmas shopping and just be like all over the place. I've actually been really trying to work on doing it in advance. And I'm super excited because I have been using their gift guide. They actually have a natural life gift guide and they have a ton of like stocking stuffers. I actually have the car coasters and they have so many different things. They have mugs, slippers, blankets, they have clothes. Um, I can't even tell you all of the things they have because if you're thinking about it, they probably have it. They have so much kitchen stuff and y'all know I love to be in the kitchen. They just really have everything for just about everyone. And so I've actually been going through their gift guide list and they even have like a gift guide list for like if say somebody is really good at hosting or they're really good in the kitchen or for your sister or whatnot. And I just think it's so awesome and it just makes shopping a little bit easier because it also just gives you some inspiration. And then they also have these mix and match so soft cotton sheets, which I actually was looking and they have one called the Maya and I am going to have to get that for whenever we actually have a house and get to have like a guest room. And so I might even get it for our blow up air mattress bed here just to make people feel a little more cozy. And so anyways, I'm so excited to be shopping with them um, and just getting to be partnered with them because they are actually one of the best brands ever. And just getting to know them firsthand, the owner, the their daughters, like just everybody at the company. I've actually gotten to visit headquarters before. And so anyways, this is just a brand that I'm really, really passionate about and I really truly love and adore. And so the fact that we even get to be sponsored by them is such a blessing and such a gift. So if you are looking for some holiday shopping, some gift shopping, or maybe just gift giving is your love language, which it is mine, uh, head over to Natural Life and you will be blown away by all of the different things that you can get all your people that you love. Anyways, hope y'all are having a great day and let's get back to the podcast. And so now um, having the business and running it and um, doing all the things, how has that kind of been going too? And you haven't even finished, so you, you haven't even told us really, you kind of were telling us about how you had seven weeks, you know, and so how has it been yeah. going kind of since those seven weeks? Yeah, um, it has been a dream. And I don't say that lightly because this is, I mean, I just think of, you know, my even 16 year old self would just be like so beyond that this is what I get to do every day. It truly is such a dream. I love, I have loved getting to know my customers and getting to create those relationships. It also has been one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. It is hard, just like we talked about with the finances. And um, it's also just very sanctifying, I think. Like you, you, you are, I learn a lot and that's emotionally exhausting, to be honest. Yeah. It just it is. There's a lot yeah. of changing. And I think for me, these past six months are, you know, in May, we opened the coffee shop. In July, I graduated mm-hmm. college. And on mm-hmm. Saturday, I get married. <laughs> so. Yeah. So these last six months have been some of the most joyful seasons I've ever walked through, but joy and hardship can coexist. The fun part that I am so excited to get to announce is that my testimony is very much still alive and whatever it is that the Lord has in store for Prickly Pear Coffee is very much still alive because we just got to sign a lease on a second location last week. That is so incredible. <laughs> that I It's just so, so crazy. Wow. I have, I cannot wait to one, go to the first one and then two, go to the second one. Do you have, right. And it's just crazy. It is just so crazy because I think it's one of those things that like on paper, I don't necessarily know. Like Maya, when I tell you that they first approached me and gave me this opportunity, 
I prayed that the Lord would close this door. Like, I will admit it. I was like, I'm overwhelmed. I'm trying to plan a wedding. I'm trying to graduate college. I just opened the first one. Like, I am not ready for this. Like, please, Lord, slow your roll. Like, I literally prayed for him to close the doors. I mean, he just opened the floodgates, to be honest. He just, like, made it so abundantly clear. And I think, to me, this second one feels scarier for some reason. I don't know why. My mom was like, the first one was scarier for me as your mother, but now I think you got it down. And I'm like, well, (laughs) I don't know who you're talking to, but I don't know that I got it down. You know, just trust again that he has made a way and he has gone before me and Mm -hmm. I am just going to trust in that. And so it's fun because my future husband in three days is going to be joining us full time as well. Um, And we get to be like on mission together through coffee ministry which is really fun that is so cool and I love how you said that you prayed I know that that's like a very um like difficult thing to admit but you like literally pray for God to close the doors (laughs) he opened the floodgates and I think honestly that is just such a testament to of what we think we're capable of and what the Lord knows we're capable of like I I think that that. he only would open the floodgates if he knew that like you like could handle it, you know, and like being with him, like you could handle it. And it's just such a beautiful, you know, honor that he did. I think that it is an honor. The the coolest thing um, that he would. And I also was thinking about how when you said that you were scared to fail, you know, honestly more with the second one. And I feel like that is very common because I'll tell Mm. you a little thing. I think with the first one, you know, you're kind of like, you almost like expect yourself to fail in some fashion, you know, like, that's true. You're, that's okay. a good point. You're, you're so like, okay, if it fails, you're like, you know what, it's my yeah. first time, whatever. And then on the second one, you know, you feel all that responsibility. And you're like, oh, shoot, like, yeah, that last one really worked. I need to make sure this one really works. And you start putting it like on, like, I need to do this, you know, like, I need to make sure that this mm. works. And I remember that's what happened whenever we first had our brand. And then we closed it. For those of you that don't know, I, we have MM Zines and we had the brand and then we closed it for whenever I was getting married for like that month I got married. I remember that. I remember that. (laughs) So much family things and so much just life going on. And um, so I closed it for a month. And then whenever we, and then a month became two or three months and we actually like completely closed the business. Like we, um, we ended up like completely closing it. And then I rebranded everything. And I remember like the first time I did it, you know, I wasn't that scared because I was just kind of learning, you know, like as I went, I didn't really have any expectations. But then I remembered when I rebranded, I was like, I know I have peace about this, but man, am I so much more scared because if I, you know, like mess up now, it's like, this is going to look really silly, you know, like I'm, it just was like this scary feeling. And I remember now I'm like sitting about seven months, eight months post like rebranding and genuinely so happy and so thankful that I I did it um, and that the Lord, all that the Lord did through it. And so I think that's a very common thing. And even if maybe you're someone listening to this and um, maybe your first like thing failed, you know, maybe your first thing, like it wasn't, you know, what you think. And now God's given you this dream on your heart and you're kind of like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) I'm a little nervous. You know, I don't know how I can do this. I don't know um, if I can do this. And uh, I would really just say, cause I had some of those same fears. I think whenever I was going into my second one, I'm just like, you know, what if I get to the point where like I need to close again because if I can't handle everything, you know, that's going on. And um, I just really had to remember that even during that like closing, like the Lord was so faithful and mm. he was still there and he 
has given me something new and he's given me a new vision. And um, all I was also had to remember all the beautiful things he did and like the first time, if that makes sense, even yeah. when you're listening to this and it didn't really go great. And like, think about all the beautiful things he still taught you and yeah. all of the ways he was still there for you and all of the ways that he still, you know, was there. And I just think that um, kind of taking that into your second time too. And just even if this can just speak to anyone, I think it just shows like a testament of like just being with him in every decision every more and mm. even more. Like, I feel like yeah. my rebrand, like, I've just been so wanting to be so close with God with every detail we do because I'm like, I just want it to be of you, you know? I, I just love want that. It to be of you. I yeah. don't want to feel like I can't handle everything, you know? I, I want to grow with you. And so kind of my own little I also tangent. Think you, but- like, it's like not – I mean, if your mindset is literally, like, what did I learn and how did I grow? Like, that's not failure yeah. anymore. And the, the other thing that I just was thinking of while you were talking is, like, I think we – just our humanness and – the scope of what we can imagine, like we tend to put God in a box of like mm-hmm. possibility, but it's like, no, like when he opened the floodgates, he opened the floodgates. He does open the floodgates, not only in my story, but for this example, in my story, in a way yeah. that I never could have even dreamt because it felt so yeah. miraculous. We just, you know, that is something that we do is put him in a box and he is a God that colors outside the lines and he cannot be contained in a box he will provide bigger and better than I could have dreamt for myself I constantly catch myself saying that when I tell this story of like you know I had dreams but they would not have been as wild as what they've gotten to be yeah and I think that like he's a holy God who created every single thing on this earth that we see our eyes that are able to see you know like he is Mm. a so incredibly capable wondrous God and he has beautiful dreams for everyone and they look different in the different aspects. And I don't say that where they mean like you're going to be making a bajillion dollars, you know, like I say that he right. has dreams for your heart and for your life and for the people that you're going to reach. And he wants that. And I think that um, something that I'm really excited about sharing these stories about is just realizing that like, kind of like I said a little bit earlier, but like God's alive, you know, yeah. God is yeah. alive and very much so moving and, Um, I think sometimes we can get so caught up in our own world that we just don't see it. You know, we don't maybe see it in our own lives. So we just like question if it's really happening. And the coolest thing about stories like this to me is it just like encourages my faith so much. Like it just makes me be like, wow, like, and I, I'm just like, he's alive. He's moving. He's working with Annika, you know, like it's like that same God, like I want to have that same faith to go, like to go if God says go, you know? And so I think that that's why I'm just like so excited about just this season and just that you sharing your story. Cause I feel like it really does just encourage people that, that, that our God is alive and he is moving and, and he desires to move in your life and he desires to do things and like no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind can imagine, you know, so evident. But the thing is, is that we just have to be obedient to him, you know? And I think that's like, the key to all of this is obedient to him, you know, not the world, not our own desires, not our necessities, but obedient to him. And um, I think to kind of even speaking back real quick to the finance portion of what we're talking about, I feel like too being obedient, um, something that that's looked for me is like, I have like had him designs and nannied on the side, you know, in yeah. order to like make ends meet um, because of totally. that the Lord. I think whenever you just allow the Lord into those details, he'll show you, you know, just different opportunities of different things and maybe different things he wants you to tackle um, to help that dream, you know, continue. So um, uh, any last piece there? 
forever. This is such a fun conversation. I know. I love, I love this. I totally, you have a standing invitation. Like, let's do a pop-up at either coffee Oh, my gosh. Please. I kid you not. I, after we get done with this, we are planning some sort of time or whatever. I would love it. Um, also, I, I don't know it. if you could say this, but do you know when you're launching the second location or, or do you know that? Yes. Yet? The second location will be opening in January. Amazing. Okay. So awesome. Fun. And we will yeah. look out for that. And, um, it. real quick before we get into the last little details, is there anything else um, that you want to say, um, kind of in regards to your story, um, or just an encouragement to those who are kind of in the middle of writing their own? Yeah, I think my just biggest encouragement is to do it. And that sounds so silly, but the leap of faith, whether it means taking a step back or it means charging forward and finding that grit, finding that resilience, whatever that is, like I just encourage you to not let the fear of imposter syndrome or the fear of finances or whatever your hurdle is. Like if the Lord has put this on your heart, then he's going to meet you there. Um, And if you're listening and I can be of any help, like oh my goodness, please reach out. I would love mm-hmm. if you if you are someone that as Maya said, like, you don't maybe have that wise counsel. Like if I mm-hmm. could get to pray over you and hear your story, I just would love to get to be that. Um, so to anyone who's listening who has a dream, I just encourage you whatever that next step is, whether it's taking a step back or moving forward or pursuing counsel, like, I pray that you would do it like let's be the next generation of small business owners you know we are yeah. in this together like that yes. is not on that is not a title on accident we are so in yes. it together I love that it. is so true and I lied I have one more question please <laughs> uh, as you're talking it came to mind so you kind of mentioned and I think this is for genuinely anyone listening to like if you want to open a small business if you are wherever you are and work right now and just in life and you mentioned that like your like coffee shop is your ministry right now. Um, yeah. Well, maybe somebody's working right now and they're like, you know, I want to make whatever my work is like my ministry as well. And you said that yes. a lot of it had to do with like building relationships and stuff. Will you just kind of give us like a little bit of like one, like a little tip before you go to on like kind of how you do that or just explain a little note of that because I love that. I think that aspect is just so cool. And I think it's something that we could like really practically bring into our everyday showing up for work while we're working on these dreams too, that the Lord's put on our heart, you know, while we're working with them, like we can show up practically to our everyday places. Um, like how you're about to give us advice to. (laughs) Yeah. I think even if you are in a job right now, maybe, maybe you're listening to this and you have a dream and you're literally like, I'm in a job right now. And that's just how it is. Um, my best advice, and I had to challenge myself a lot with this is to just have a very humble servanthood attitude, no matter what it is you're doing. Um, and so just really like posturing your heart to be the hands and feet of Jesus, no matter what your day to day looks like. And I think that just really means loving people well, and that's different for each circumstance. So just praying through what that means, but just literally changing your mindset to be, you know, I may not like the work I'm doing right now. I may not want to be in school for me. That's what it was for me. Um, mm-hmm. But I am just going to have, I'm going to try to like outserve the other person. That's something Luke and I have been learning a lot as we seek counsel going into marriage of like mm-hmm. just really humbling ourselves to be to service to one another. And I think in marketplace ministry, that's a really good way to approach whatever your day-to-day yeah. job looks like. Just going and trying to love people well. You know, maybe it's asking how their family's doing or just just building those relationships, being on a mission mm-hmm. to just serve others however you can. 
That is so good. It's so crazy how I feel like we have got time to talk about this because there's so many things that you've learned, like what's sanctifying. I feel like I've been learning that so totally. much. And then say like a humble servant, like I truly want to get a tattoo that says humble and kind on my pinky as like a promise to my dad. I love like, that. I like love my father, promise. like my earthly father and my like heavenly father, like to stay like humble and kind, like just because of, I just feel like that, that, that humble serving um, like when you look at Jesus, like his life just was like, that was the aroma of his life, you know, like yeah. that was, um, just so beautiful. And even if you look at, um, all the things the Lord does for us now, it's just so beautiful. The humility that it has. And like, why do we think that we don't have to have it sometimes, you know? Mm, um, and so that's I think good. That, that is so awesome. And so we'll have to get on phone call after this to kind of talk about that, but where can people find you? Um, cause I know everyone else is going to be jealous that I get to talk on the phone with you afterwards. So where can they find you? Where can they I call love you? It. Voice I know you? Um, where Please. can they find you in location and social media and all that? Totally. Um, our website is Prickly Pear Coffee. Our Instagram is Prickly Pear Coffee. My email and phone number is all over everything with Prickly Pear Coffee. <laughs> so this is an open invitation. Please reach out. I would love it. Um, store number one, like I said, is in the Batman building. It is right off of Broadway. And store number two will be in the Gulch off of Division Street. That is so awesome. The Gulch. What a fun. I actually have some friends that live around there. I'll have to tell them to go it's, all the time. Totally. That's please do. It's a fun little area. Hopefully they're listening to this podcast right now. Yes. And yes. This is your invitation right there. now. This is your, this is your invitation. And you should just veer off over to Brickley Fair Coffee and go, totally. go get a totally. coffee. This is so awesome. Well, Thank you so, so much for being on, Annika. That was that was like a tongue twister on, Annika. Uh, but I'm so, so thankful just to have gotten to talk to you, just to have gotten to truly, like, feel like I'm together with you right now. Um, and even just for me, this conversation has been so life-giving because I just love how honest you were in so many different aspects. And it's just made me realize, like, wow, like, I feel every single one of those. And if not one way or another – and I feel, truly feel like a lot of people who are listening to this will feel the same way. So just thank you so much. Um, I just feel so honestly giddy um, and thankful and like just ready to go I after this conversation. That. So I, I pray that people listening you. do as well. Um, and it's just such a gift. And it's honestly so cool too because I know that we have been trying to do this for a while. And so just the timing of God is so cool. Um, and I'm just totally. so, so thankful to have you on and just for all that you are and for you saying yes um, to when the Lord says go and whatever fashion that is. So I hope that you have a wonderful day and we love you guys and we'll talk to y'all next week. Bye.